How about oh. no. How about now? Yes. No. Yes. yes. Wow. That was weird. What did okay. you do? I don't know. I just turned it off and on again, like <laughs> IT crowd. So... <laughs> I literally did that. That's why. That's why. Oh, you're shaking your head. I'm so sorry. Did you try turning it on and off again? Yes. It actually works. <laughs> this movie was terrible. It was very terrible. Are we hitting the ground running? Just like we're not even we're not even gonna bother with the intro. It's like nope, nope. We're just gonna trash this movie. That there, that's the intro right there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hi all, hi dreadfuls. Welcome Hello. to Love for Dread. Welcome to Love for Dread. We're talking about a really shitty movie today. Yeah. Happy, happy Fourth, 4th of, of July. July. Yay! Yeah, please don't watch this movie on Fourth of July. You're way better off watching Independence Day. The greatest. You're gonna do so much better than this. <laughs> yeah. So it was my smart idea to do a Fourth of July horror themed episode because mm. we just happened to find a movie called Uncle Sam, which is described as a horror comedy film from 1996, directed by William Lustig and written by Larry Cohen. May they forever be cursed, cause there was no comedy. It, this it's it, it's it. Well, it's a... hold on, that's not entirely true. The only comedy that existed in this movie is how bad it was. It was laughably okay. horrible. Uh, which is yeah. not saying much. I don't know. I didn't find myself laughing. Like I found my I found myself. Just like looking at my watch, like God, I'm only 45 minutes in. It felt like two hours. So you got wait a minute, you got till 45 minutes before you looked at the clock to see how much longer you had. I I was 30. Oh, oh, you beat me. <laughs> I <Okay>. like <laughs> uh, this movie dragged. Anyway, let's 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 <sighs> dial it back a bit. So we watched Uncle Sam, and it's totally my fault. And it's canon because we're recording this right now, so everyone will know that it was totally my fault for this travesty of a show. But at least you all will be entertained by hearing our review, and we watched it for you, so you don't have to. <laughs> um. So Ryan, I I don't quite know what the plot is even though we, we wasted like two hours of our lives so so basically the movie begins with sergeant sam harper uh he's in uh the u.s army and they're in kuwait and his army helicopter went down three years ago and due to some inaccurate Actually, I don't know. I just by fortune, like wind patterns, or maybe they dug up the chopper. Uh, a U.S. unit finds the chopper, and uh, they are shocked because it looked like there were signs of friendly fire. And then we see our titular bad guy, Uncle Sam, who looks like this super messed up, burnt mummy, and he comes alive. And he he talks. This is a zombie that talks. Or don't so, be afraid. It's only it, friendly fire. Yeah, with very bad delivery, and ends up killing the two army officers that um, found his body. Cut to the opening credits. 
I don't know if it's supposed to be weird or supposed to be like humorous or darkly unsettling, but it was like a whole montage of like Uncle Sam patriotic parade reels and videos. Um, and then we are introduced to our main character, and I hated this kid. Uh, so Uncle Sam has a nephew who he idolizes. Such a, he's such a, he, he's such a brat. <laughs> he is a brat, but he. I, so here's the thing: is he idolizes his uncle. And he wants to be in the army just like him. He thinks he's like this huge hero. And it's obvious that his mother does not share the same sentiment, nor does his wife that he left behind, which you don't know. Like right off the bat, like when they when they introduce Jody, who's the kid, and the mom, I thought that was his family mm-hmm. until we meet his actual wife. Yes. There was no clear point to any of this whatsoever. So this chopper... Yeah, part of of the reason why this movie dragged is that they're setting up... There were like four different Exposition and family drama for 40 minutes, and it went nowhere. There was like four different plot points, all of which we will get to. And so actually... So yeah, hold on. Let's go through this. So first plot point... Is, well, one, um, uh, they they found Sam's body, but they totally overlooked the fact that like two other U.S. Army guys were were like dead at the site, and they and then they that point never came up again in the rest of the movie. Yeah. Uh, so but, uh, plot yeah, point number one. Back home. Yeah. Plot point number one. Sam Harper was found burnt alive in a downed chopper. Uh and you see, and it's been three years, so you see him come back to life. Mm-hmm. Why has he come back to life? I, I, I don't know. He's, no, he gives it's... an excuse at the end of the movie, but it doesn't make any sense. So, plot, uh, plot number two is uh, Sam's widowed wife and the, the sheriff that she is stooping. Mm-hmm. There's that. Mm-hmm. Then there's... Oh, there's like the weird, the creepy army general. There is, yeah. There's the guy that was like a hero to Sam. Don't know where that went. There was like this whole backstory that I thought we were going to get. And they sort of just like, I I don't know. Then there's the mom and the boyfriend. So this is now we're on four. None of these go anywhere. And then there's... Oh, there's a... The kid... Oh yeah. The, then the, there's the kid that got burnt by the fireworks. I don't know what the fuck that was. And the crooked politician. And and Jed, his, Sam's mentor. No, who... we said that already. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So those are six different plotline character plotlines that never really resolved themselves. Except it's, the... it was a weird. Oh, it was so bad. It, it's like it was like it is a really badly put together movie this is like uh it's like there's no co- cohesive plot line and it's like all these threads and like this some of these are just straight up ignored or skipped over and doesn't really follow internal logic like for uh, the best example is internal logic is like i legitimately don't know what's the motivation of uncle sam like uh, on one hand they implied that um Uncle Sam kept on living because his nephew wanted to be like him, and I maybe it was like, oh, I have some, un, some 
some unfinished business with my nephew. Right. He has unfinished business with his nephew. So he's been sitting in a helicopter for three years as the undead waiting for them Mm -hmm. to find him. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So that's motivation number one. Number two is... Were the kids that were like the neo-Nazis that were fucking up the cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. So like it was... I felt like... I felt like it was like a something like similar to Prevenge, where like Uncle Sam's like, I'm gonna kill everyone who's unpatriotic in my eyes. So he ends up axing a corrupt politician, or he burns um, this girl at the county fair because she smoked some marijuana. But she uh, didn't. But he didn't even see her go off and do that. Yeah. It, you just yeah. saw you just saw her hack up some ribs and then leave, and then the camera panned down to the cleaver, and so you knew it was gonna go missing. Mm-hmm. But why did she die? Yeah, I mean, I can I under I get the I can see why he went after the kids who were spraying Nazi oh propaganda yeah. in the graveyard, and they were burning a flag, which I it the it. The these kids are like so, it's so over the top characterization. Like I, it's just so ridiculous that I I don't even. It's just not realistic at all. And I can see why he was like, "Oh, you're burning the flag and disrespecting it, or, or you're you're desecrating my grave." Then I can see I can, that those murders make sense, but just him like going around the the Fourth of July parade or party and like just killing everyone it's like i don't know what you're trying to do it's it was very exhausting uh, yeah yeah <laughs> Ryan has no words <laughs> i have no i ha- i honestly have no words for how fucking awful this movie was yeah i mean so we don't like just uncle sam is written really I said inconsistently this, and oh, I said yeah. this to Chris. I was like, this looks like someone in high school got inspired by a movie they saw and wanted to write one. And this script somehow fell into someone's hands. They didn't really read it, but they did read it all the way through. I guess they didn't really pay attention and they said, this is genius. Let's shoot it. Because we're on a deadline. And they never edited anything. It was just they shot the whole thing as it was written. Because having all those loose ends that were really sloppily ended by just killing people off just sort of makes me think that they were like, oh, well, let's go with this. And then, oh, okay, I'll come back to that. And, oh, let's introduce this. And Like, there were no real complete thoughts also the ending shot to this movie was uh, uh, yes yes so the the i know we're jumping around but like we're jumping around because us jumping around was a is better than the movie we watched yes um so this ties to one of my other points so the character uncle sam like his motives are inconsistent and the narrative arc or I guess like the narrative emotional development of and like progression of Jody the kid was also inconsistent. Like, well, okay, at least the first half. The first half he's like, he it was pretty 
I think it was pretty so- solid. Like he like yeah, he loves the military. He, idol- he idolizes Uncle Sam. Um, you know, Jed tells him no. Your uh, oh, everyone else is telling him that your your uncle was actually a bad person and he was abusive. And then his turn to siding against Uncle Sam just which just seemed wildly out of the blue. Like I mean, yes, I uh, it being I, I think we expected Jody to turn on his uncle but it could have been executed a lot better and it just seemed like oh hey I my uncle's actually evil uh yeah and it just it, there wasn't like a there wasn't a clearly defined like aha moment it was like it was so stupid um so Jody teams up with Barry, who is this kid who got horribly disfigured uh, during last year's fireworks display, and he's he's blind and he's in a wheelchair. Um, but Uncle Sam uh, doesn't kill him or harm him because he says he's friends with Jody, which also makes me wonder why uncle sam's doing what he's doing i yeah he said he said oh he's not gonna hurt us he told me so himself he said he was gonna get revenge okay did you know that kid and also why would you get revenge and then like 10 minutes later you're like hey i'm gonna kill i'm gonna kill my jody or kill my nephew and make him undead just like me it's like i I don't get what you're doing i will say Um, that there was that one moment with him in the house where you could tell he was just sort of like that there was something off and just something so unnervingly evil about him but it was like a split second i just there were so many inconsistencies with this movie and this movie just felt like it was on a big long trip to nowhere yeah and then that trip to nowhere ended with jed and company blowing Blowing Uncle Sam up with a cannon, uh, but the cannon somehow became like a bunch of napalm because it just it, like the cannon like strikes Uncle Sam and there's this giant explosion that engulfs Jody's house and now they did an arson and now there's no more house and <laughs> I uh yeah it may be sad yeah I I just I it was like it's so. Error four four. I I was I was I I I want I want those two hours back, and I did it to myself, and I did it to you, Ryan. So I'm sorry. It's fine. I will have my revenge. <laughs> um, yeah. There's just it's... put it this way. There's just really nothing good we can say about this movie. Although, <laughs> I will it's... say that there were for a horror comedy there were some extremely adult themes in this like they touched on sexual abuse domestic abuse domestic violence and domestic abuse like it was kind of heavy but they sort of loaded it all on you at once and and with a hammer like they it's like it's not there's no subtlety they just bash these these themes and these messages whether or not they our views of the authors or the directors or not. It like, just, it's it just, just really in your face. It is like, there's no nuance. Right. And it also felt like, it's like, you sort of get this vibe that Sam wasn't 
this American, like all American hero, like everybody that his nephew thought that everybody thought. You got that from the beginning. Um, I think that if you were going to truly villainize him, you didn't have to pile on all the abuse. You could have just said yeah. like one instance, but it was like it's not was it wasn't just this. It was this. It was this. It was this. Yeah, it was. It was just it, a lot. It, it was a lot. Uh, not like like not like. Oh yeah, I physically abused my little sister when we were kids, and then I abused my my wife, and I was also a alcoholic, and I also jo- basically joined the army to to so have kill people. To kill people. And I was like, uh, that's so heavy like i okay we got it i think we got it with like the first couple like you you're you are a certified asshole i i mean there was also i also felt that there was like a mild undertone of maybe like child abuse and i don't mean with the sister i mean with jody only because he jody even said he was always super nice to me and his mom was like no he wasn't yeah, he was never nice. Right. So there was just, there was a, uh, there was so much to just sort of hammer into all of that. I will say that they talked to Jody like an adult, and Jody seemed to understand what was happening. And he was even like, I'm sorry that happened to you. So that was like a very mature moment. And I was like, oh, okay. That's one of the movie's only saving graces. Yeah, was uh, an appropriately mature conversation about abuse. So it wasn't even like a pleasant conversation to be having. There was just, there. Were, I like, I don't, so here's the thing. When we talked about home invasion movies, one of the things that we said that we liked about Hush was that the killer had no real motivation. He just did it because he could. And I'm fine with a killer's motivation for being that way when it's portrayed in a real-ish scenario. So things like serial when it, killers. When there's, a, when there's, when it, it's executed well, and it's like, at least, I mean, not having a motive is a motive in itself, and at least you, you could write that character consistently from that motivation which is a lack of motivation, if that makes sense. But, no, it does. What I'm yeah, saying is but like... This, but Uncle Sam just had so many ways and so many motivations pulling at each other. It just, it just became a mess. Yeah. I just, you know, when you say that... And in terms of... Okay, so in terms of serial killers or in terms of movies like Hush, when someone gives you the excuse of because we could... Because it's a, a real uh, person, and you know that people are capable of that kind of evil, that's frightening. That's horrifying. If you had, if Uncle Sam had come back, and they sort of warped it into this horror movie around PTSD from the war, and you are, and he already had the backstory of being this awful, terrible, violent person, and it got worse, and what. Uh, Okay, fine, I could sit through a movie like that, even though I completely disagree with making PTSD a motivator, but that's besides the point. That would have made a better movie than what we watched. Yeah. Uh, there there just, are there many nothing, sins. Yeah, there were so many movie. mistakes in this movie. There was nothing good about this movie whatsoever. One of the things that uh, we, we, uh, we were talking about 
um, before recording is they tried to do political satire, but they failed. Miserably. So I, Miserably. And, yeah, so I don't, I don't get the i don't know what kind of point or what type of meta narrative they're trying to uh exp- uh exp- explain here like on one hand um it seems very pro military uh like it's like the kid you know idolizes the military and uh he there's a scene where he confronts um his teacher for being a draft dodger uh during the Vietnam War and on that same coin, you have Jed, um, who was also in Vietnam, and he's criticizing and reprimanding Jody for having like, these illusions of grandeur uh, about, or I guess these unrealistic expectations of how, um, you know, sometimes being a soldier isn't glamorous or isn't, you know, is not what you see on movies and tv in hollywood um so there's there's like this anti-war a- a message going on and then then you have the plot point where um there, it's all about this corrupt congressman and and how uncle sam stalks him and kills him so that this is weird anti-government thing on the other hand it's also weirdly over the top patriotic like for example, like disrespecting a flag uh, was a reason why Uncle Sam went on a vendetta. So it's just very don't I I, I could I could watch this movie again and again and again. I even now I don't know what it stands about politics and maybe that's not the point. But it being a Fourth of July movie and I guess the fact that it tried a attempt at satire, it's something that you can't ignore and it's just. It just made me confused and irritated just watching this flick because like there's just it just piled on. Yeah, there there was there was too much wrong with it. I think I think the only sort of hold on, I'm going to pull the conversation up that I have with you. I think the only sense I could really make with this conversation with this movie and trying to figure out what it was about was because it was all over the place, I said that the commentary could possibly be on the various wars that everybody was fighting at different periods in time because they didn't know why they were fighting or who they were fighting, which directly correlates with how this movie was directed because they clearly didn't know which plotline they wanted to go with and they decided to shoot it the way they did. I'm really happy we had our first downer, though. I feel like we've liked every single movie we've seen so far, so it feels good to kind of, like, shit on something. Yeah, we were... We, <laughs> I think this is bound to happen. We were just riding a roller coaster we up were, and up and right, up. Right, we were on this just, high, and now we've come very, very down. Yeah. And, you know, I think this is completely preventable, but, you know... I oh, wanted no, to celebrate 4th of July! You and, did, you did. And I, I, I don't think Independence Day is much of a horror flick i mean we could i mean that's up for a debate i'm gonna find a really good holiday between now and oh you know what i got it thanksgiving we're gonna watch thanks killing <gasps> <laughs> i've seen the trailer for that it's go 
god awful. Wait, is it? Oh, wait, it's an upcoming movie. No, it's it's it, it, it it's already been like made. It's like it's a thing, but that's gonna be uh, another holiday movie that I'm gonna make Chris suffer through. That's okay. My pick. Okay, we're watching. I haven't seen the trailer. Killing. I haven't seen the trailer, but let me have a hot take. Uh, There's was, more than I, one. Okay, a turkey comes back to life to avenge. All of its fallen brethren. And, no, no, no. and this time the turkey eats you. Oh no. It's a possessed turkey terrorizes five college students during Thanksgiving break. Oh, beautiful. I love it. <laughs> it looks honestly, the turkey from Thanksgiving looks like a possessed version of the sexies from Skeksky's. From mm. Dark Crystal? What are they called? Oh, oh gosh. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Y- yeah. Ooh, Dark Crystal. It's, it's Skekskis. Skek. 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 S-K-E-K-S-I-S. That. Skeksis. Something like that. It looks like a possessed version of one of those. I love how the poster says, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. It's. I think that... I think I'm gonna ex- put it. You know what? I'm gonna put a, a photo of this turkey because it's just <laughs> never. Never mind, Uncle Sam. We're just gonna put the look turkey look as this. a cover photo for this episode. That's exactly what's gonna happen. It's so look beautiful. I love it. That. It's so good. I I approve. <laughs> I, I just, dude, what happened? Ah, uh, I have a bad. Well, listening to us make a commentary on Thanks Killing would be a better episode and be a better movie than what we watched <laughs> i'm not gonna lie we're we're not even like at the 20 or we're not even at the 30 minute mark and i've just been exhausted just talking about this for like the last 20 minutes just this movie just drains you so much but that just... actually is the perfect way to so this movie was an hour and a half long and we're done mm. talking about it in 20 minutes uh but it felt felt so so much longer i felt like i lost so much of my life i just it just dragged on and on as i also uh, why did uncle sam have like okay so when people uh dress up as like lizard people or do like demon uh face makeup for halloween they wear those ugly ass like yellow green contacts why was he wearing those what happened and also, like, I why know did he look movie- like a? Why did he look like a mom? Also, like, it just oh, there was just so much wrong. The makeup job also on the hands. Oh, oh my on gosh! The whole, uh, everything. Oh my god! The the worst, ma- the worst practical effects makeup job was when one of the juvenile, the one of the juvies gets uh, he he gets his leg broken and it just looked like a red knob, and he was just positioning his leg in a weird way to look at like it was broken but it was it looked it looked so fake and i was just i was like legitimately offended like what i just you couldn't put more effort to make this look more bloody like, like I, he it was just, he it looked, looked so bad. he looked decrepit and gross and then there were definitely parts where he looked green like they had pulled him out of a swamp like I just I, yeah, it's it's half zombie, half mummy, half swamp thing, creature of a little black lagoon. If not? I did have to pick a part of this movie that I did thoroughly 
like and say, yay, two, it would be the kill where Uncle Sam kills the sheriff of the town with the American Mm. flagpole. Oh, yeah. Because there's that little bit of intestine that's, like, hanging off the top of the flagpole. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, that was good. The rest of that's it sucked, good. but that was good. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Now I'm just, I'm just flashing back to all the things that got me mad. Okay, so when <gasps> he killed the congressman using the fireworks display, he should have no d- one noticed that there was a guy, like, chained up to the fireworks display? The sheriff like, was the only one that noticed. Everyone was like, yay! <laughs> You sick fucks. I do think it was also a dumb but funny touch. So the congressman, his whole thing, every time his personal assistant was like, well, you have to make an appearance on this and that and whatever. He was like, okay. And he did this really like CSI Miami dramatic moment where he was like, glasses or no glasses. And it was unnecessary as all hell. But when Uncle Sam kills him, he's wearing the sunglasses and he's had them off the whole movie. <laughs> so I was like, uh, okay, good on you, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, this movie. <laughs> uh, this, this movie took it out. Of, I will is. pay any kind of money to see someone dress up as this asshole from this movie. Uh, Chris, I nominate you. Okay, great. No, I don't want to. Well, I sure as shit ain't gonna do it. I already know what I'm gonna be for Halloween, and it's July. No, it's not July. Oh no, it's never too early to plan. That's I mean, also true. It's, a, it's like Halloween's every day. Could be every day. Well, in like this house, time. it is. Hell yeah! I wish I could keep the Halloween decorations up all year. You should. You know, it just it's your home. Do what you want. I can in in this particular corner. I'm sure I could get away with it. <laughs> so, Ryan, do you, do you know what also made me mad? <laughs> so Besides I was... this movie in its entirety? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, uh, so I rented this movie uh, via Amazon. And I, I mean, the, it has a four out of five star rating. So someone's clearly lying. Who lied? I'm going to go through the reviews, right? Wait, hold on. Who gave it? Who? What? You yes, have no okay. taste, whoever did that. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm I, on uh, Amazon.com. That must be review. a joke, right? It has to be a joke. I don't know. Okay, here, here, here it goes. Okay, so it has an average of 3.8 out of 5 stars, which is way too high. It's too It generous. has 2 out of 5 on IMDb, a 56 on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 3 out of 5 via Horror Freak News. So someone's clearly lying on Amazon, because there's 42% of the reviews are 5 stars, 90% is 4 stars, 13 are 3, 15 is 2, and 11% is 1 star. Okay, well, maybe so. it was the director and all of his friends. Yes, yes. Shame on you, sir. Uh, and you know what uh, really grinds my gears? He was a producer on Army of Darkness. Oh, well, what happened? Right? Uh, I don't Bro, I don't understand. bro, what happened? Uh, he was left to his own devices. Like, yeah, this, okay, well, this will work. Clearly yeah. you can't do yeah. anything anymore. You could just be a producer. That'd be great. I wonder what happened to the careers of these people because this movie. Oh, actually, well, I don't know. I mean, in Hollywood, you, sometimes you fail upwards. So, is that or, possible? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, um, oh, what's his name? I don't remember. Oh, God. Um, Not good. <laughs> but um, there's uh, there's a producer. Is it? It's like John. Not not John something. I don't remember. But um, okay. Never mind. You know what? Just scratch it. I just so I'm so frustrated. <laughs> I'm just so frustrated right now. I can't think straight. <laughs> um, I don't know. But it happens in Hollywood where you make an obscenely bad movie, and then you know for some reason, same director gets another movie. It's like, oh yeah, maybe it's just like maybe it's just a fluke. He'll do better next time. So. But it's, okay, so here's the thing. The guy that wrote it writes like a lot of B horror movies and I do love good B horror. Like he wrote mm. The Stuff from 1985. Mhm. Uh he also wrote but, Phone Booth. But it the rest of it was terrible. Maybe, maybe all horror directors are allowed, you know, just one, just one bad movie, and you know, and it's fine. But <laughs> I don't know. This movie, this movie just oh, it's so bad. I had a lot of problems with this movie. I think we, I think, yes, just it just makes me sad. I mean, just I love the Uncle Sam outfit, though. Yeah, that was pretty good. Like that I was, was wondering, that was sufficiently creepy. I was wondering when the Uncle Sam thing was going to happen because Sam, for the, a lot of while, he was, he was, you know, he was just lying walking in his around coffin, in his army breathing. uniform. It was like, yeah, but he was also just like lying in his coffin, breathing heavily. Yeah. yeah, and then oh, that was another weird out of nowhere plot point where there was some pervert dressed up as Uncle Sam on stilts and he was, he was using the costume to peep Tom on some poor lady and and then uncle sam killed him and stole his costume and uh, i mean the costume's great just just how it got the costume just like it's stupid it's just very stupid it was a terrible kill the best <sighs> kill was the sheriff that was it that was pretty great um yeah i i just movie i just can we can we just i just can we delete it <laughs> just just i just don't i don't want to remember this movie <laughs> i don't i don't think we should yeah yes what we should do is force it upon others <laughs> i don't even want to do that what they should do is listen to this episode just listen to the episode and then don't <laughs> just listen to this episode so i'm all tuckered out i just this, this movie is the worst just, just, it legitimately exhausts me and irritates me i like just, don't even want to do our phobia segment because it's not even could, worthy we, we could we, we we could be bold and be like just edit here and the suffering just i'm all right with it let's just let's just just just, just stop like a, just stop like recording and let's dog. just go get some hot dogs and and enjoy some fireworks and Final Destination 3 is a better movie than that, and that's easily one of the worst of all those movies. I would legitimately watch a The Death Note Netflix movie over this, and that's saying a lot, because I love Death Note, and I, I hated that movie. I did too, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you know what, I don't, you know what, I'll put what the Phobia segment would have been, but I just don't even think it's, like, worthy. It's, like, no, this... Because it's interesting, this, this ep- but, like... Yeah. 
this episode, does, oh, you know what? This movie does not deserve the honor of like a phobia of the week or this what's episode more is like this movie was like a limp dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, this episode. This episode is the black mark in our book, and I take full responsibility. I don't even want to give you full responsibility for this, though. Because you agreed to do it, too? Yes! (laughs) We could have looked this up. We could have really done our homework, but you know what? We could have. You know what? We didn't, and it's okay, because we're going to make up for it with our next episode, so I'm fine. I'm fine with all of that. Oof. Um, Yeah, I... uh, just, Just please end this episode. Okay. But before you do that... What what can our dreadfuls look forward to next time? So hopefully our, not not some not not just anything but this, please. No, our next episode we are focusing on ventriloquist dummies. Dun da da, which I'm very excited about. We are watching uh, Magic with Anthony Hopkins from 1980 and Dead Silence, which I have seen so many times i can't tell you why i love that movie so much but i do um so i'm really looking forward to that and then obviously if you can guess our phobia segment will be about the fear of ventriloquist dolls and dummies because i think it's really fascinating Mm-hmm. I also really wanted to dress up as a ventriloquist dummy one year for Halloween. Why don't you? I might. I was thinking of doing like some combination between Billy the Puppet from Saw as ventriloquist dummy. I love dummy. Billy the Puppet. We yeah. will discuss more about Billy because I love Billy. And it should come as no surprise why I love this movie so much because the story of Dead Silence was done by none other than James Wan and Lee Winnell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a... Yes, we are big fans of the Wan, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I we're so broken. I'm so broken. Let's 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 sign off. So this has been this has been Left for Dead. Left for Dread. Left for Dead's a video game. Oh, but we should be Left I'm, for Dead after yes, this. I'm so sorry. Copyright TMTM Valve. This has been Left for Dread. I'm tired. And Hi, I'm so drained. I'm your co-host, Ryan. <laughs> yes. And please don't watch this movie, but please listen to us. And you can. And how do you listen to us? You can find us anywhere. Uh, anywhere you can find podcasts. So uh, SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud.com/slash/LeftForDreadPod. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. If you don't listen to us on any of those platforms, you can also or copy paste our handy dandy RSS feed. Um, also, Ryan, we have we're, we're on the Twitters. Where we can are we find on the us? Twitters. You can find us yes. on Twitter at Left for Dread Pod. And also, don't forget on iTunes to rate and subscribe and review because for every five star review we get, you guys get some free sticker shit. And I'm not going to make more and different stickers until y'all start. Taking some of these away from me. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're and, uh, all over... If you check it out on Twitter, we have photos we do. of these shiny stickers. They're also all over our Instagram feed as well. Mm-hmm. So... And where do you find us? Uh, where can you find uh, uh, us on Instagram? On Instagram, we are also at Left for Dread Pod. Uh, so come at us, have some chit chats with us, and let's shit on this movie together. 
Yeah. You know, do it shit on this movie on the Twitter, on Instagram. You can also go to Facebook. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Pod. So check that out. And also, uh, if you didn't know, we are part of the Nerd Pals Network. So we have sister shows like Super Nerd Pals and Chaos, Chaos, Chaos. With, with Zach. Um, Zach released a episode uh, really recently about all the E3 Kingdom Hearts trailers that dropped. So uh, we love him. We love his show. So check that out and uh, check out the rest of our shows. Yes. Yes. So until then, Dreadfuls. Don't watch this movie. Don't watch this Enjoy. movie. Don't uh, just 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 drown drown your. If you do, I'm sorry, but just 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 gorge yourself with hot dogs. Go watch actual fireworks, and you'll that be fine. That don't hopefully come out of a person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, we out. Peace. We out. Stay dreadful. <laughs> Stay dreadful. Oh. <laughs>